Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hey, besties. Welcome to the pod. Today, we have a special episode for you. Yes, we have our first guest. We have a guest speaker, which happens to be my son, because today we are talking about Stand By Me, and it is one of my son's favorite movies, and he's almost the exact same age as the kids are in this movie, so we thought it would be really great to interview him. That'll be coming up a little bit later. We're first going to talk about what we thought about the movie. I'm sure I've seen this movie, but I just, I couldn't remember exactly the plot line. I knew parts of it, like, of course, the big parts, the leeches and that sort of thing, but but I didn't remember the whole plot line. So I'm excited to go over that with you and talk about it. Yeah, so a couple years ago, I seen this movie just like flipping through the channels and I thought my son might like this. I saw that it was rated R, but I couldn't remember anything really that terrible about it that he wouldn't be able to watch it. So I let him watch it. I would give this a PG 13 rating. I thought it was. Yeah. I, I think there's some, there's some curse words and that sort of thing, but there's nothing really sexual or anything about it. And our kids are old enough that they know that was words and not right. To say. Right. I know there's smoking in it. A lot of smoking. I just thought it would be a good movie for him to watch. Just a bunch of guys, a bunch of boys mm-hmm. and their friendship. So a couple of years ago, I let, I told him he needs to watch this movie and it's one of his favorite movies now. Yeah. That's exciting. I like it because it's pretty emotional for a, a movie about a group of boys. Mm -hmm. I even think so our last episode, we talked about now and then, which is kind of a a very, you know, similar timeline, Mm -hmm. the similar group of friends coming of age, going through an adventure together. Mm -hmm. But I thought that Stand By Me had more emotions. It was more emotional. The characters went through more emotions. (laughs) emotions. <laughs> saying that word, but it was, it was emotion. I think that now and then did have a lot of emotion and so did stand by me, but I feel like the acting was better in stand by me mm-hmm. to where it was a little more raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these four boys, we're not going to say a lot about the movie because I think most people know what it's about and we don't really need to need to go through that. So we'll just start out by saying that these boys all have different family dynamics, mostly bad. I don't think any of them are really good families. Gordy's family just went through a very traumatic thing with him losing his brother. His brother died in a car accident or a Jeep accident. They kept saying a Jeep accident Mm -hmm. and his parents were not taking that well. But even before that... He did not have a good relationship with his dad. And it was really his brother that he counted on and told things to. And his dad's just always been more of his brother's fan. His brother was into sports and Gordy's not. I think that all of these four boys just really connected 
over that. They were each other's family, the people that they could count on and tell their secrets to and be emotional with. Right. Yeah. So Gordy is played by River Phoenix, which of course is Joaquin Phoenix's. Hold on. Wasn't that Chris? Am I wrong? Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay. Gordy is... Who was Gordy? Gordy was played by, oh, Will Wheaton from the Star Trek. That's yeah. right. I got him confused. Sorry. I even put That's an arrow good. and said, don't say this. You wrote it in the wrong <laughs> spot. And then arrow that says, don't, you idiot. Don't say it. And I did. You and I it. did. It's okay. I fixed it for you. You did. Okay. Yes. So Gordy, <laughs> Gordy is played by Will Wheaton, who is most known for his role on Star Trek. And then there's Chris, who is his best friend. And that is River Phoenix. Mm -hmm, Which that's a a really sad story. Yes, yes. He died of a drug overdose at 26 years old. Yeah. Teddy is good old Corey Feldman. Yeah, yeah. Which made, as soon as I watched this, it hit me that we have to do the Goonies. Oh, absolutely. It's a group of friends. Eventually we will do the Goonies. That is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. (laughs) Because I can recite every line. Yes. And I, I know you'd it. be excited because you'd have to watch it again. We always oh, rewatch yeah. movies for our pod. We never yes. just get into it. Every time we rewatch the movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's Vern, who's played by Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> he looks much different. He does. It's a very chubby, young Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> he aged well. <laughs> yes. Now, I do have another similarity that we were talking about now and then. And uh-huh. stand by me was the treehouse. This treehouse was much more realistic. Oh, if yeah. you remember on the last episode of Now and Then, I was very upset with how beautiful this treehouse was and how well, well they put- saved up. They saved up money for that treehouse. They did. They did. But it was part of the story. But the twenty years later, or the ten years yeah, later, it was still perfectly pristine. Yeah. Not even a cobweb in there. That's this treehouse depicted a more accurate treehouse. Yes, those boys built that treehouse yes. on their own. <laughs> yes. Another similarity is that there's the part of the friends that are like gung-ho, they're going to go find this dead body, they're going to go on this adventure, and then you have the one that's like, mm, I don't know, guys. <laughs> so know. Vern is the Chrissy of the group. Yes. <laughs> And Gordy was kind of like, you could tell that he wasn't super into it, but he was going to go along with his friends. He's he's up for a good time, but they didn't have to really push him into it. Like they had to push Gordy or like they had to push Vern. Yes. (laughs) There's a scene between Gordy and Chris. It's after Chris gave Gordy the gun and Gordy shot it. And he's like, was that loaded? And they're having this argument. And he's like, do you swear? Do you swear in your mother's grave? And then finally at the end, he's like, pinky swear. And they like mm-hmm. hold up their pinkies. Like that's the, that's mm-hmm. it. Like you could swear on your mom's grave. You can swear <laughs> on anything, but don't you dare break a pinky swear. They're like, he got so serious. Do you mm-hmm. swear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good one. Okay. Back to Gordy and his dad. So there was one part where Gordy's dad says that he doesn't like his friends. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, I don't like your friends. They're good for nothing. What do you do if you don't like your kids' friends? Or what do you do as friends if your parents don't like your friends? It makes it difficult as a kid because then it's harder to hang out with that person because mm-hmm. your parents are more likely to say no. 
So that does make it difficult. Always make sure your friend's parents like you. Yes. Do whatever you can. Yes. Do whatever you can. Do you have any, any of your kids' friends that you don't really like them hanging out with? All of my kids' friends are really great and I don't have a problem with any, any of them. They're all sweet. I feel like my kids found really good friend groups. What about you? Yeah, same. And it's different now too, because I think, you know, your kids' friends better. They spend more time at home. Your kids aren't just out wandering the streets anymore. Like back in the fifties, when this movie was made, you just get to know your friends more and you get to know their parents more because parents are more involved in who their kids are hanging out with. So it's just a very different time. There was a neat quote in there. So another similarity is from stand by me to now and then is there is a narrator who is all grown up, which is Gordy all grown up. But he, the narrator, he was saying they were always trying to find new and disgusting ways to degrade a kid's mother. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And there was another quote. And this actually reminded me of me and you. I feel like this is something we would say to each other. Okay. Am I weird? Seriously. And then Chris says, yeah, but everyone's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can imagine us asking, am, am I weird? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you are. But it's okay. Everyone is. <laughs> I'm weird too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. But being so truthful, but also softening it. Yes, yes you're weird, but everyone is. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, a life truth right there. Yes. It's okay to be weird. That's what I tell my kids. It's okay to be unique and be yourself, even if it's weird, even if you do weird things. It's okay. We don't mm-hmm. all have to be the same. So, but Teddy is a little crazy. He takes weird to the next level. He's a little crazy, but you find out that his dad must have some sort of post-traumatic stress thing because he was in the war and he came back and you find out that he was taken to the loony bin yeah yeah and they talked about how his dad abused him Mm -hmm. and even though his dad abused him he still idolized his dad and Mm -hmm. still thought highly of him regardless of the abuse that he had gone through yeah well his dad was obviously sick and he didn't want anybody talking bad about his dad And even though he was super crazy and he was obsessed with death, just like Roberta from now and then, his friends stuck up for him. And I thought that's something you do. Your best friend, you, you will stick up for them to the end. Well, and that just shows. So going to the part where they're sitting by the fire and he opens up to Gordy, Chris opens up to Gordy about what happened with him stealing. So he's known as the thief. And so what happened was he was really upset that everyone just assumed that he had stolen the milk money. Gordy says, well, Well, did did you? (laughs) And he's like, well, yeah, I did, but they shouldn't assume it. And then he admits that he felt bad that he had stolen the money and he returned it to the teacher. And the next day Mm -hmm. the teacher shows up, Oh, shows up in a brand new suit the next day. Mm -hmm. And they still accused Chris of stealing Mm-hmm. So even though it was really the teacher and he couldn't speak up because nobody would have believed him. No one's going to believe him. Yeah. Poor guy. I know this is about all the friends, but really that this is about Chris and Gordy. Mm-hmm. This movie's about Chris and Gordy. There are two other friends involved. Yes. But this is about Chris and Gordy in my, uh, in my head. Yeah. Well, it even in the beginning starts out with grown up Gordy 
looking at that newspaper and finding out that Chris had died, had been stabbed to death. Right. And they had fallen out of touch, he says, you know, for years. They hadn't spoken, but he still got emotional about that. Yeah. I love that they stayed friends. Mm -hmm. They stayed friends. They stayed connected. They ended up going to college together. Chris did get out of that town, Mm -hmm. which was the worry. He kept saying, I'm never getting out of here. And, but he wanted Gordy to go forward. Don't stay here for me. Go. Mm -hmm. But he ended up taking Chris with him. Mm -hmm. So at the very end as well. So they find this body. It's the whole quest is to find the body and they find it. And I, ice is his name. Okay. So ace, ace, ace. Sorry. I knew I didn't write it down. I was just trying mm-hmm. to remember it. <laughs> Thank you. I almost remembered something and I didn't <laughs> write yes, it down. It was very close. <laughs> it was so close. <laughs> so they're protecting this body. For some reason, Gordy feels they need to protect this body and that it can't just be for everybody, that it, yeah. that he's trying to protect this yeah. body. Ace comes down. He's going to kick Chris's butt. He's coming mm-hmm. in. He's going to beat him up. He gets a knife out and Chris's brother is there. Mm-hmm. And he's not saying anything. He's not he's saying- too scared of Ace. Ace is the big town bully. Right. He's so- the one that has all the ideas to go knocking the mailboxes mm-hmm. down. He's the one that is just the big bad bully. Yes. And everybody's afraid of him. Even Chris's brother. Yes. Ace is coming towards Chris with the knife. His brother's like, oh man, like don't do that, but doesn't take any steps mm-hmm. at all. And then coming from behind mm-hmm. comes Gordy with the gun that they had been packing around, pointing it straight at Ace. And he's telling him, get the hell out of here. Don't touch my friend. We're taking this body. Like this body is ours. You're leaving. Mm-hmm. And doesn't even think twice mm-hmm. to jump in front of Chris with somebody who's wielding a knife mm-hmm. for his best friend friend and his brother couldn't even do that I know it's and I wrote this down these boys believe in each other and they stick up for each other more than their families do yeah so they are really a true family I I believe that as well they if it wasn't for this friendship all of these boys needed somebody Mm mm-hmm Chris and Gordy needed somebody and they were that person to each other they couldn't get it from home Obviously, Chris wasn't getting it from his family and especially his brother, Mm -hmm. you know, and then Gordy losing his brother and his family not caring about him. They needed each other. Yeah. Did you see at the end that this is based on a book by Stephen King? I did. I didn't know that. I've watched this movie several times. I never stuck around for the credits. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I wonder we should have we should read that. I wonder if he talks about the friendships. I don't think so. I think the Stephen King novel is probably more about I think it was called The Body or something. Yeah, The Body. So about these kids that go on this adventure to find the body. I don't know. Maybe we should read it. It's it said it was a novella, so that means a short novel, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whatever a novella is, but maybe we should read that. Yeah, that sounds good. So I think we need to play our interview. Oh yes, it's time. It's time, definitely. So enjoy our interview. We have Rusty here. Rusty was kind of the kind of the inspiration for our next movie because this one was one of his favorites, right? Yeah. Right. Rusty, tell us what movie it is. 
movie is Stand By Me. Yes. This is a great friendship movie. So, Rusty, we have a couple questions for you. First off, what is your favorite part of this movie? Probably when they're all in the treehouse at the start and they talk about going on the quest to find the dead body. Ah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've ever been in that kind of a conversation with your friends? I mean, maybe not that exact same conversation. Let's go find this dead body. But do you ever sit around with your friends and talk about solving a mystery or going on an adventure? Um, Not really. I just kind of talk about maybe a long time ago when my friends are here, we go exploring and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's the closest thing I can think of. Do you think there's a difference between, because that movie plays kind of in the 50s, do you think there's a difference between kids now? Because you are basically the same age as those boys. And do you think there's a difference now than there was then? I think there's a huge difference. Back then, kids, you could see in the movie, they're like smoking, drinking, all as kids. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's, it's quite a bit different from now. They didn't really know that those things were really bad. I think there's kids that smoke. I think there's kids that smoke and drink like that nowadays too. To be honest, but but back then it was not casual. Maybe, Yeah. 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 What about they don't really have technology? They don't have iPhones or video games or anything. So maybe they are thinking more about going on the adventures than you would, because you guys would be like, oh, let's play a video game together. Yes, they're very, like, outdoorsy and outgoing. They're never really inside it. They're never inside in the movie. They're always out. Mm-hmm. Would you feel comfortable just packing up a, a bag and no food? Because they didn't bring any food. No food and just heading <laughs> out to part. go find a dead body? Would you, could you see you and your friends doing something like that? Definitely not. Maybe just to, like, the store or something, but nothing, <laughs> not nothing that trip. far. Yeah. Who yeah. do you think, who do you think you're most like out of all the, the characters in this show, in this movie? I would say Gordy. Is that Gordy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think character. I'm most like he's, him. Yeah. He's, he's kind of the main one. He's the narrator and he's the least troubled family. I mean, yeah. he, his family is going through a major traumatic experience but he has a mom and a dad and they love him and so what do you think of Gordy and Chris's friendship I think it's pretty strong just I think Chris likes to joke around more where Gordy still is kind of a little bit more serious like how when Chris had the gun and he told him that there's no ammo in it and he claims that he really thought there was no ammo in it but I still think he knew and he was just trying to make him feel better about the situation yeah I agree with you I did I thought that too I thought oh he he knew Gordy got really mad at him and he thought, mm, I'm going to have to make this better. Have you ever had a friend stick up for you the way that those four all stick up for each other? Uh, Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Had a couple times. Yeah. And I'm sure you've stuck up for friends. I know that you're that type of guy that would stick up for a friend if there was a bully talking yep. bad about him. Do you feel like this movie portrayed the boys' friendships in a real, like it would happen in real life? Because I feel like they were very emotional. In a, a movie about boys, normally there's not a lot of hugging and crying and that stuff. But I feel like 
they really got into some deep emotions. Do you think that that portrays true life? I think it does. I think it just means that they're very comfortable with each other and they don't care what each what they see or they're just they don't really care what their friends see. They're just happy that they're there kind of doesn't matter Mm -hmm. yeah and they're helping each other huh and they understand too it's not like they're like haha weirdo why are you crying no they understand because they know it's some sort of tough situation and Mm -hmm. they'd probably cry too so they just go off of that have you ever had any friends that show emotion like that or that you've had to help through problems sometimes yeah that's cool yeah because teddy and chris had these really terrible family situations right I think that the only people they could trust were their friends so that's how they got through it so there was really the only people that they could show those emotions to was their friends while we were watching the movie Rusty said something and it was I had to write it down because it was so good so we're always talking on our pod about friendships and then there's friends inside that are closer than others Mm -hmm. And when we were watching the movie, he was talking about how Gordy and Chris have a friendship in the friendship. Mm -hmm. And I just liked, I was like, it is, it's a friendship in the friendship. Yeah. I always wondered what we call, like, how would, how do we call it? What do we say? They're better friends in the friend group. And I just like the way he said it. They're friends inside the friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have a friendship inside the friendship. Do you have a best friend, Rusty? Uh, yeah, I have a couple. A couple. Do you have somebody like that? Like a friendship in a friendship that you're closer um, with? We have like have a trio uh, mm-hmm. with like two other of my friends. And it seems like just one of them where I'm a little bit better friends with than maybe the other. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's not not really much friendships inside the friendships. Yeah. What about your football family? I feel like there's friendships because you're all friends in yeah, football. We, we have to be friends. We have to get along. We can't just completely turn on each other so so in football you have your friendships but then I'm sure there's friendships inside the friendships yes there is there's quite a bit of them Mm -hmm. every person probably has at least like probably four friends that are they're better friends with than some of the other kids right Mm -hmm. do you know the last line of the movie no I don't so the last line of the movie do you remember when it's Gordy's all grown up Right. And he's sitting there writing the story on his computer. And the last line is, I never had any friends later on, like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus, does anyone? What do you think about that? I think it's just meaning that I guess he found a good group of friends that he really thought he kind of fit in with. And he felt very comfortable around and Mm -hmm. loved in a sense, like they're brothers. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you can't have friends like that? Or make friends like that when you're an adult? I think because they have more going on. They might have jobs. They just have a lot more going on than just having a completely free day. Mm-hmm. And just We're- being able to run around and just take a couple nights away and go yeah. on like a, a hunt for something. They, did, they had all the time in the world pretty much to do anything. They just, just do whatever they wanted. Yeah, I totally agree. When you're an adult, you have much more responsibilities and you don't have the time to just play freely. So your dad has his same friends from when he was a kid. Your mom and I have been best friends since we were kids. Do you think you'll have the same friends? I think a couple of them are 
probably stay in touch with some of them mm-hmm. that I'm a little bit closer with now. I think I'll probably stay in touch with them for, I think I'll stay in touch with them for a while. Good. Awesome. Thank you, Rusty. Yes. Thanks, Rusty. Your first podcast guest. So do you listen to your mom and Auntie Tristan's podcast? Yes. Are you forced to? No. (laughs) Good answer. What's your favorite, (laughs) what's your favorite uh, long distance BFF podcast? I like the Top Gun one. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being here, Rusty. Love you. Love you too. Thanks, Rusty. Bye. Bye. So what did you think of our interview with Rusty? Oh, I just love Rusty so much. So insightful. Such an intelligent kid. You've done a great job with him. Thank you. I wasn't kidding when I said this is one of his favorite movies. He really does enjoy. I don't think it's so much the emotional stuff he enjoys. I think he likes watching the adventure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Boys being boys. And I love his friendship inside the friendship. Yes. My favorite part when he said my friendship, it's a friendship inside the friendship. Yes, I love that. I feel like that's true with every everything. Like you were talking to him about his football team. I have friendships inside of friendships at work. Uh-huh. I think anytime we hang out with anybody else, we're the friendship inside friendships. We still have yes. other friends. We love our other friends, but there is a friendship inside the friendship. Yes. I think that's a new term. <laughs> yes. Good job, Rusty. We love you. Yeah. That was really fun doing something different. Mm-hmm. Just switching it up a little bit. All right. I do have a bestie question. One of our besties wrote in and asked us what our favorite memories are with each other. Our favorite childhood memories. Oh, that's such a cute question. I love that one. I know. I'm going to try because we've talked a lot about a lot of our memories. So I'm going to try and think of something that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. You know, okay. So something that sticks out to me that is one of really funny memory and there were other people there. So I hope that they remember it too, but you were having a party at your house and Mm -hmm. your mom tried to be funny and set up a scarecrow outside set up this whole scarecrow, put it all together, uh-huh. sets it outside your window, shines like a, lays down a flashlight, <laughs> shining up at it, and then runs in your room and goes, oh my God, girls, girls, look outside. There's someone outside. Look, <laughs> we look. And we like open the curtains, this scarecrow. <laughs> she was so into it and she was oh, so man. excited. You were so embarrassed. Oh yeah. I you were like, mom, how could you do this? And I thought it was hilarious that your mom tried to get us Yeah, and thought of all the, especially now as a mom. Oh yeah. Looking at this, like that's really creative of her just trying to have some fun with us and yeah, I just really, trying to scare us. Yeah, but I thought it was a good, I thought it was funny. She didn't scare us, but it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That was, that was pretty funny. And I was, I was pretty embarrassed. (laughs) So thanks for bringing up that embarrassing memory for me. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is another kind of embarrassing one for me, but it's what's popping into mind. So again, we were having a sleepover at your house. There was other people there. It was more than just me and you. And it snowed in the night. We woke up to snow and we just played in the snow all morning, probably all day. And we went out and we were sledding down this hill in the back of your house, which it was not 
a normal sledding hill. There was lots of debris in the way, but we were just having fun sledding. And we got back into your house. I remember going down a time and like hitting something and being like, ouch. And then we got back into your house and there must, I think there was a drop of blood on my pants. Do you remember? I can't remember how this came or if I was changing. I remember you were changing. I remember this. You were changing. (laughs) And you had blood on your underwear, like on your butt, like spots all over your, like all over, like several little (laughs) bloody spots all over your butt. (laughs) I had hit a stick going down and it poked my butt and I had a wound. But I just remember how much I must have been. I was freezing and I must have been numb and didn't even know that I cut my butt. Right. I just remember having so much fun. And I don't I can't even tell you who else was there. I just remember you. I know there were other people there. but I just remember you and I sledding and having a great time. And Mm -hmm. then you making fun of me for cutting my butt on a stick. Yeah. It's because we're the friends inside the friends. Yes. Yeah. So that's one of my memories. The scarecrow and the butt cut. Those are some good memories. Yeah. If you're listening, Kelly, I loved your scarecrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I didn't. But (laughs) I would definitely do that to my kids now. So I understand it. Yes. I'm going to take a play from the Kelly rule book. <laughs> yes. Josh and I always try to scare our kids on Halloween when we're putting out our Halloween decorations and everything. We always try to get our kids. Oh, yeah. Or even we get we get our kids when we get together. Every time oh, we yeah. get together, the kids bring up. Remember that time you tried to scare us with the masks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Those are memories. They're going to have these memories. They're going to talk about them when they're older. Yes. Maybe so on fun. their podcast. Remember when our moms were so stupid? <laughs> they put on this mask and tried to scare us. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sending in the questions. Keep doing it. We love answering them and talking about our friendship and our childhood memories, being best friends. Mm-hmm. We enjoy talking anything friendship. Mm-hmm. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment, or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com. Or message us through our Instagram, longdistancebff.com.